So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the recording together for the first time in a really long time. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time we recorded in the same room. Like, it actually feels weird. I feel self-conscious now that I'm, like, talking and you're sitting right here. Because you're not just talking and then hearing a voice in your ear as you're talking. I know. It's weird. (laughs) It is weird. Yeah, it's been, because, like, we did it before I got my job. We recorded together a lot and then maybe after. I don't think we've recorded since together since I moved to Jersey City. No, definitely not. No. No, yeah, I never came to... you used to come to... to New Brunswick once in a while. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, since I got my job, I don't think we've mm-hmm. recorded together maybe once or twice. I don't even think. But maybe. I feel like... I don't know. I can't remember. So if, if we haven't recorded together in person since I got my job, it's been like a year and two months since we've done this. A year and... Yeah, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Sounds about right. It's crazy. Well, hi, welcome. Hi. Natalie and I are wearing pretty much the same shirt right yeah, now. That's not. It's not a, it's the a first time that it's happened. <laughs> no. uh, I have to like tuck it in because there's like so much extra. Mine has like a tail, mm. so it's good for work with like yeah, like with leggings. Pants. Yeah. yeah. With pants. With pants. pants. With pants that are more like leggings, but kind of like pants, but like I couldn't wear a short shirt with them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, this is Fashion Corner. Fashion Corner. Yo, this is Race by TV podcast. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if you know, but you're listening to a podcast. Stuck in my shirt now. Okay. That's a cool ring. Thanks. I like this uh, flea market thing in Brooklyn. That's cool. That's like a really hipster sentence I just said. Kinda. They were pretty cheap. They were like, they had like really fancy, like nice old vintage rings, and then this was like the junk pile. Mm, gotcha. So that's where you, yeah, <laughs> naturally you gravitated towards. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, are you caught up on Riverdale yet, or no? No. Okay. Well, I watched one other, one more episode, but I think I'm still okay. behind. No. Yeah. Them. You. Yeah. You definitely are. You're behind maybe two. If um, if what you told me the last you heard was correct, you might be behind too. Still, maybe I'm not sure. I meant to watch it today, but I'm watching this other. Wait, show. what happened in the episode you just watched? I think I rewatched one. You know, the last you told me, uh, Jughead's starting to play. The game is that how it ended, or is that how it started? Started. Okay, so yeah, so yeah. you are just one behind. Yeah, then, I think. I think so. I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I finished that episode. Okay, though. gotcha. All right, we'll catch up. There's an episode tonight, so now you have more to catch okay. up on. Because I've been watching this <laughs> dumb show, this freeform show. Which show? The Bold Type. The Bold Type. I've never heard of it. It's really good, but really bad. I it's don't like, have cables. Well, so it's on Hulu. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Um, do you, have you ever watched the show Younger? Have you heard of that? It sounds familiar, girl, but I don't so think Younger I've ever seen has it. the girl. Who is in Bunheads? The woman the who's in Bunheads, main character, the main character Bunheads? in Bunheads. 
she's in Younger. Okay. And Hilary Duff's also in it. <gasps> Hilary Duff's in it? Yeah. Oh, yes. No. It's really good. I've heard of that show. I wanted she's to like, watch it she's because She's like in Hillary her 40s Duff. and she goes, she mm-hmm. pretends to be 26 and gets right. this like assistant job. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the bowl, I watched all of that. I'm like caught up, I think. Well, I think there's a new season out now, but mm-hmm. I haven't been watching it. Um, but the bull type is like the same vibe of that show. It's cool. just like a dumb, like, I don't know how even how to describe it. It's like a teen, like teen drama type thing, but like for sl- semi slightly people. older, like yeah, young, young 20s, adults. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people like us who yeah. grew up with teen dramas. Yeah. I mean, I think it's even for people slightly younger than us. Maybe like, like college 20s. age. Well, I don't know. I guess the main characters in the show both of the shows are like your age okay so, so yeah probably yeah. for my age or a little yeah. younger people yeah. but they're good cool I like them maybe both. i'll watch it eventually we're still watching Shit's creek which is amazing oh, yeah. oh but i so i told you that i thought that the that ted was the guy from holiday in the sun but i was wrong it, it's actually ethan from the remake of 90210 which you haven't seen okay yet but they look very similar, look so similar. I understand I why I made you the when ch- you said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, like, when he was Ethan in 90210, he was not cute to me, at yeah. least. He, like, looked like a little shit. Yeah. But now he's really cute. Yeah. So I think that's also why I didn't recognize him at first as Ethan. Yeah, you didn't put that together. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Exactly. Anyway. But anyway. <laughs> we're going to be talking about two episodes today of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Episodes five and six. So episode five is called uh, Dreams in a Witch House. Mm-hmm. We'll start there. Now, okay, these episodes are more like charmed or supernatural yes. than the show it's has been so far. It's a lot scarier and spookier. And there's and like a lot more... one creature that they're fighting yes, in each of exactly. them, you know? Exactly. Which is like That's very true. much like a charmed a or a serial, supernatural yeah, episode. Like a procedural. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But I loved it. I had, This is how I wish the whole show was. Yeah. And, like, in episode five, they don't show the friends at, at all. all. I know. They show Harvey a couple times. <laughs> so But pathetic. they don't show the friends at all. And then in episode six, they, they show the friends, but they are, like, their storyline is actually part of the major storyline that was... Exactly. So, so it makes so it more actually sense. was good. It's not... It's yeah. all, all together in exactly. one. It's not, like, this other stupid friend drama that's not relevant to the main plot exactly. of the episode. Yeah. Right. So, yes, I liked this. I'm feeling much better about the show now. Yeah. Um. So, episode five... Um, so we pick up from episode four after Sabrina had opened the Acheron configuration and the cheesy looking charmed like demon thing is there. And so (laughs) it was really cheesy. It was really, really cheesy, but I loved it. Like I love, it was campy and just like, it was perfect. Um, so Sabrina runs into her aunt's room, um, away from the demon, and she and there's so then the demon comes, and there's like a secret door in Zelda's room, mm-hmm. in Zelda and Hilda's room, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, and so then I wrote something down about this scene though. Hold on. There. Uh, so then they're trying to run away from the before, demon, and then before Sabrina runs in there though, um, they're reading in bed, and Zelda tells Hilda that she should be reading the Satanic Bible. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then Hilda wants to get a a job in the bookstore in town. Okay, I missed that because I didn't understand what was happening when she was applying for a job later. (laughs) She says I did not see it. (laughs) Makes much more sense now. Um, So 
Okay, so then they say some kind of chant that seals the house yeah. to trap the demon inside. So the demon's all like, PTSD, I've been trapped in this thing forever. You can't trap me in this house. So basically this demon is a sleep demon. Mm-hmm. So I basically said it's Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah. And so we find out that the sleep demon basically goes in like goes into your dreams and torments you in your sleep. So Zelda thinks that they trap the demon in like some kind of like vase or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And we find out that the sleep demon had most likely been tormenting Edward Spellman. Um, and that's why he trapped it in this He didn't thing. think anyone would ever be able to open it. Right. So he thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sabrina explains to her aunts that she figured it out because of the clue, which was the drawing was, of her mom, her mom with mom. the, um, with the closed eyes, which is how she figured out that she had to close her eyes to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like also what Nick Scratch had said to her led her to coming up with that, too, because he said the longer you look at it, the, like, more lost in it you yeah. get. And so I feel like her having that knowledge and then, and then seeing, seeing the, the closed, closed eyes. eyes. It was like, okay, oh, my closed eyes. Exactly. Um, so I thought that was cool how that all added up. And another thing I've realized about the show after now I've seen, like, half of the season, they definitely, like, really plan everything out. Like, they always lay the trap before they come back Unlike to it. Unlike Pretty Little Liars, the things that are laying down are relevant exactly (laughs) so like maybe the writing isn't the best and sometimes it's like oh my god what the fuck is happening why is it planned out but at least yeah at least they have like a solid idea for a story yeah (laughs) that's how i felt about that anyway so then um then we realize that the demon is clearly not uh or the demon is clearly not trapped um and so Wardwell sees the demon through the mirror. Mm-hmm. And we find out here that Wardwell is the mother of demons. That's what they call her, which I yeah. thought was really cool. Um, and the Wardwell is telling the demon that she's not allowed to, to hurt or kill Sabrina. Like, that's not what the Dark Lord wants. Yeah. Don't you dare do that. And like a petulant child, the demon breaks the mirror so that Wardwell cannot see her that's anymore. Right. Um, so then we go into the first dream. So we jump into Sabrina's dream. Um, so the first thing we see is she's at Baxter High and the weird sisters are there and they're wearing cheerleading uniforms. Yeah. And I, I wrote down Libby. Yeah. Prudence is Libby. Oh my God. I yes. never, why didn't I think of that before? I didn't either because she wasn't, she wasn't in, in, that, in world, that world. She but was, as soon yeah. as I saw her in the cheerleading totally. uniform, I'm like, oh, it's Libby. Yeah, and two friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so Nick Scratch is also there, um, and he's wearing, like, a letterman's jacket, um, and Harvey shows up, and clearly Harvey does not like Nick. Yeah. (laughs) He is not happy that Nick is there, um, and Harvey, um, pulls Sabrina aside and asks her to marry him, Mm -hmm. um, out of the blue, and then we're at Sabrina's house, and Sabrina's telling her aunt's about the proposal and they're saying no you can't marry a mortal uh and that you should be with nick scratch mm-hmm. um so then sabrina we see sabrina and she's with harvey again and she tells him that she's a witch um and he says he always sort of remembered that she told him that yeah that he got deja vu or, mm-hmm. he, or he yeah yeah exactly and that he will love her always 
Um, and then we see Sabrina in the wedding dress that she wore to the yeah. dark baptism. Um, and Nick Scratch walks in and he tells her to run away from the wedding with him and be with him. Um, and she says that she says no, and that Harvey loves her for exactly who she is. And it was a really sweet moment. That's in her brain. Um, so then her father comes and he walks her down the aisle and Blackwood is the officiant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, as they're saying, like, speak now or forever hold your peace, Harvey's father and brother yeah. come in with like guns and like hunting outfits um and then sabrina start or harvey starts choking sabrina and saying yeah, that she shouldn't that have she told should, him yeah. that she was a witch and all this and then they put her in this like iron, iron maiden, maiden thing um and then the demon shows up and says that she'll let her out if she gives her the spell to free her from the house mm-hmm. um so then we go to Ambrose's dream, um, which I think was, like, the most disturbing thing that I've yeah. ever seen. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so gross. It was really horrifying. Um, but it, it kind of, like, gives us better understanding of how Ambrose feels. I feel yeah. like this whole episode, like, you kind of, you and the more, next episode, yeah. actually, you get more about, like, how Ambrose feels about, about what happened to him. On, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Hilda comes in and says that they brought in a dead guy um, and brings Ambrose down to see the mm-hmm. body, and it looks just like just Ambrose. Like that, yeah. um, and Hilda hands him, like, the saw thing and says for him to do the autopsy. So he has to do an autopsy on himself, and he mm-hmm. cuts himself open, and then he pulls out his own heart and he eats it. <laughs> Why did that happen? <laughs> and then Hilda comes in, and she's like, oh, what are you doing? Ah, it's too late now. Too, it's fine. <laughs> um and then and asks how it tastes and then he says bitter yeah which was definitely Mm -hmm. definitely meant more um so then he starts going upstairs and he runs into wardwell Mm -hmm. so it seems that wardwell has projected herself into the the stream into the dream but yeah but she's not very good at it and this reminded me of when, in an episode of Spongebob, where Spongebob's dream self comes out of his dream and starts to go into other people's dreams. He goes into to Patrick's dream and Squidward's dream and, and Mr. Krabs' dream. And, yeah. Yeah. It's a really good episode. <laughs> Very much the same as this episode. <laughs> it reminded me of that so much. It's like, oh, Wardwell's just like Spongebob. Just like He's dream hops. And then, dreams. and then Spongebob goes into Gary's dream, and Gary's like really smart. Yeah. And 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 reads yeah, him like yeah. things. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um okay. So then um so clearly Wardwell's trying to find Sabrina's dream to like protect her or whatever. Um so then um Blackwood tells Ambrose that he um that he is free to go and like yeah. you know that he's not he's no, no longer, longer trapped there house arrest mm-hmm. yeah. exactly and then he can go and he hands him like this bag of money to like start his life and everything mm-hmm. so ambrose is so excited and he wants yeah. to leave and he tries to leave um and as soon as he opens the door the the sleep demon comes but, but, and but was it what's his name they they give us the name later and okay. i i wrote it down um 
But then she starts stabbing him, um, like, brutally, and then all of a sudden it loops back to him seeing his dead self again, Mm. and... All that, which is really sad. Yeah. And then the demon is saying, so if he's just, I, I can let you out of this. At, in a loop forever. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the demon's basically like, I can free you from this if you free me from the house. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty sad yeah, and sad. really dark. Um, so then we're in Hilda's dream. Mm-hmm. And Hilda's dream made me remember Mr. Kraft. Yeah, me too. This is a Mr. Kraft scenario. And did Mr. Kraft and Hilda date first, and then he and dated then he Zelda? Dated Zelda. That's yes. right. I knew it. Um, so he she answers the phone, and it's Principal Hawthorne, aka Mr. Kraft. Um, and so she has to go into the school to talk to him, and he like brought her there under the pretense that like something happened with Sabrina. Sabrina. Um, but really, he was just into her and said that Sabrina's a great student. And I, I wrote, I'm sending, it's it's sending me Mr. Craft vibes. Yeah. Um, and then Wardwell shows up here, too. So this is when I said she's clearly not very good at dream hopping like Spongebob. Um, and then the she's principal, like, yeah. asks Hilda out and says that he wants to cook for her. Um... Oh, okay. So then Zelda says that Hilda um, needs to put out to hold his yeah, interest that's right. when she tells she's, her so about she's the a date. Vir- she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. Hilda's a virgin. And um, so she's just being super mean in this scene to her. Um, and Hilda gets sick of Zelda being a jerk and slaps her and like does this magical mouth close thing, which was pretty disturbing. Um, and so then when Hilda's on the date... Um, he's, like, very into her, and they have all this food and stuff, and she's drinking, and he's she's telling him about her relationship with her sister, and yeah. he's talking about his, like, brother who, I don't know if we find out here what happened to him, but he yeah. tells her later, and it's really weird. Um, yeah. That her, he, had, he had a brother who died, is yeah, what he said yeah, right. at first. Um, so then... She's really drunk and they're back at the house um, and they're talking and he, it comes out that he absorbed his twin oh, in the yeah, womb. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, his, so it was his that. twin and when they're in the womb <laughs> together so he absorbed the other twin and then he gets up and, and he unbuttons his shirt so and there's like a face, face in his stomach. stomach. Oh my god, oh, it, was it was so horrible. Gross. It was so disgusting. Um, and he said, like, say hello to Bob or whatever. Like, this is my brother, Bob. <laughs> Which is horrible. Yeah. Um, and so then Hilda's, like, all horrified. And then she looks down and she realizes that Zelda's next to her she and that is. they're sewn together. Yeah. And that was very much, like, what we've been saying. Like, why yeah. they sleep why? in the same yeah. room together? Like, like, what is this? What And why, yeah, for what reason? Exactly. Clearly doesn't like Zelda. No, like, it seems like Zelda like is the one Zelda's that controlling needs it. Hilda there. Yeah, it's true. And it, from her She's dream, we realized yeah. exactly. Um, so we'll get and into that. Hilda just goes along with it because right, Hilda's doing what she needs to do for Sabrina. I think yeah. is what it is. I think so too. Yeah. She's what she wants to protect, protect Sabrina. And, exactly, and that's clear from the the 
baptism that like I think right. I think Hilda has more had a more of a reason to go along with that than just oh well it seemed like a nice right gesture no, there's more to shady. that whole story than yeah. what we know for definitely. sure yeah definitely like and Zelda definitely cares about her family but she has this weird obsession with like being a good a good wit a good which a good I want to say Christian woman, yeah, I know. but <laughs> yeah. Satan Satanist woman exactly yeah. um so then the demon says to Hilda like that she can free her from her attachment to her sister if she gives her the spell to go um and then we hop into Zelda's dream which was really unexpected um so Zelda's telling dark bible stories to a group of children (laughs) um and um she really does kind of like remind me of Angela from the office a little bit oh yeah I totally see that (laughs) like that wound tight (laughs) yeah I could see her being obsessed with cats. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, and the story that she's telling is about how Satan set Eve free. Yeah. Which I thought That's was right. cool. Um, so then the weird sisters show up. It's weird that the weird sisters are in everyone's dreams. I know. I mean, not everyone's dreams, but, but we've seen yeah. them more than once now. Um, they show up and say that the Dark Lord um, has chosen... Their home. They were in her in Zelda's dream. Yeah, but I don't know. But um, so the Dark Lord has chosen them to host him for like a night that he turns human and like comes to Earth or whatever, uh, to have like a dinner party. I guess that's what the devil does. (laughs) (laughs) So she calls Hilda in, and um, they. Hilda says that she wants to cook a vegetable. A vegetable something? I wrote it down. Vegetable pie. Veggie pie. Um, And Zelda's like, no, that's not what the Dark Lord wants. And she says she's going to serve up fat boy child. Uh, She looks at this poor boy who's like eating candy or something. Like, oh yeah, I know what the Dark Lord likes. Children. Roast child, I think they refer to it later. Um, So then the Dark Lord shows up and... Um, I'm pretty sure this is Blackwood, right? This is the actor that plays Blackwood dressed like the devil. I think so, I yeah. think so, too. I didn't look it up, but he looked like him and talked like him. Like <laughs> so, like, the devil is not like what we saw before with, like, goat head and mm-hmm. goat hand, feet or whatever. It's yeah, like a, he, a human. He, he took human, human form, form, but he has, like, horns. <laughs> and he's, like, red or something. So he is kind of mad that Zelda served roast child of like satanism like he was a satanic child he wasn't Mm. a christian child and he said like there aren't enough people who are becoming our religion how dare you like eat one pretty much (laughs) so he chooses to eat the veggie pie instead of the roast child which is zelda's clearly worst nightmare Um, (laughs) that hilda would do something better than her exactly and so zelda is beyond distraught she basically like disappears Hilda's saying goodbye to the dark lord like they're bffs she's like watching and fuming Mm -hmm. um so then she hits Hilda over the head with a shovel and kills her um and she like drags her body out and she's completely lost her mind and then the dark lord comes back and asks for Hilda and 
realizes that Zelda killed her and he's mad at her for doing that and tells her that Hilda, this time Hilda's never coming back and Zelda breaks down mm. weeping. Like, it's the worst yeah. thing that's ever happened to her even though she kills her she sister kills constantly. Her right. So here we realize, like... That she really needs her. She only she really... does that because she knows Hilda's gonna come back to life. Yeah. And she actually needs Hilda clearly more than... Hilda needs Zelda because Zelda's dream is the complete opposite. Exactly. She wants Zelda she wants unattached, unattached of her. From her. Yeah, her right. biggest fear is being attached to her. Exactly. So I thought that was really was interesting. Cool. Um, and so the demon comes and asks for Zelda to unlock the house, basically. Um, so then we're back to Sabrina. And Wardwell finally finds her after all this time um, and tells her that she's dreaming and that she is going to wake her up and save her. And this is finally when Sabrina realizes that Wardwell is 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 clearly not a human. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Finally, she realized that. Um, So... uh, Still no concern for what happened to the... Original Mrs. Wardwell, though. No. I mean, well, I don't think Sabrina realizes, realizes that it's well, not. Well, she doesn't know because Wardwell yeah. lies to her about what she That's is. True. So she doesn't know that Wardwell was ever but not when you, this when Wardwell. When you put two and two together, like, all of a sudden her personality changed. She started wearing her hair differently and dressing differently. Maybe she'll get there, but Hopefully. she's not there yet. Okay. Um, so then Wardwell sticks a pin in a Sabrina voodoo doll, which wakes Sabrina up. Um... Uh, what does that say? Oh, so then Sabrina puts pillows under the covers to trick the baddie bat. That's what, that's what they call her. Um, while she's hiding under the bed, um, the demon is looking for her. Sabrina grabs the Acheron and runs out, um, and tries to wake up Ambrose, but she can't. And she finds a book that has a spell in it that will help her to trap the demon um and salem comes in and apparently she can talk to salem yeah. we just can't we just all can't we hear, hear is meows yeah um but that was cool yeah and then um I want to talk to salem too me too and then sabrina goes to try to banish the baddie bat um but isn't able to and then she runs into um the ants room again through a door where she had to say open sesame to open it <laughs> Um, so then Sabrina thinks that the only way for her to beat the demon is to be in the dream. So she finds a thing, I don't really know what exactly she was doing here, but to, to like make her go to sleep for a brief period of time, I guess she like found some kind of potion that would do that for her. They didn't really say what it was, I don't think, or I missed that. Um, so she goes down to the mortuary and she lays down on the autopsy table so that it looks like she's just a dead body. Mm -hmm. And then they glamour Salem to look like her in front of the table to trick the demon into thinking that that's her and to chase after her so that she can do this thing to go to sleep very quickly to get in the dream. To get in the dream. Um, so... She does that, and she finds Zelda, who's still distraught about Hilda, and she's no help whatsoever. (laughs) Um, So then she um, gives up on her, and she goes to Hilda instead, and Hilda is much more helpful. She understands what Sabrina's telling her right away and says that they need to trap 
she says, like, the way you trap a dream, you need to trap a nightmare, mm-hmm. is the words that she used. Um, so then she goes and finds Ambrose, and he's also much more helpful than Zelda was. And he seems to understand what she's saying, but we don't really see, like, what she told him to do at this point. And then she wakes up. So um, then we hear her say that, the, we hear the demons say that they put a glamour on the cat, on the familiar, to look like Sabrina. So that's yeah. how I know that that happened. Um, so then Ambrose, what he did was he tricked the demon into coming to him by saying that he was going to give her the spell. Yeah. And really, he's just saying a bunch of nonsense to her to distract him. To distract her so that Sabrina can go and get what she needs to, whatever, trap the demon again. Um, So then the demon starts running after to find Sabrina because she realized what was happening. And she sees Sabrina standing in the doorway. Um, And then Zelda and Hilda in the dream, they start chanting um, something. And they they had decided that they were going to use Hilda's familiars the spiders yeah the spiders exactly um so whatever they're chanting it makes the spiders come out and they start to shoot webs at the demon it was pretty much the cheesiest scene ever and <laughs> Spider-Man. it seems to work because <laughs> and enough of them trap her in like a, yeah. a web or whatever um and so then ambrose wakes up and then hilda and zelda wake up and they trap the demon in a jam jar and she said, like, it's not as complex as an Acheron, but it'll do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but then, but at least maybe it's transparent so that nobody will open it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody will... Nobody will mistake it. Nobody like, will care to try to open it. To try it. to open it, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, don't make a thing, like, look like... Like a Rubik's Cube? Like a Rubik's like everybody Cube, wants to like solve the, it? The, the goal is to solve it. Right. Exactly. If you don't want anybody to solve it. <laughs> that was really dumb. So yeah, then... Right. No, I agree. So then Zelda apologizes to Sabrina for being hysterical in her dream. Um, and everyone seems very uncomfortable that Sabrina saw all of their dreams and how freakish their inner selves are. Mm-hmm. Which I understand because they were pretty freakish. Yeah. <laughs> so then, So then Sabrina calls Harvey... And it's clearly the middle of the night. And she asks him if he would ever hurt her. And he was like, no way. What the heck? Why would you call me and ask me that in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. And then Harvey's clearly, like, all worried. Um, I don't think that he's going to be able to go back to sleep, I would no. assume, after that. What's she doing? Um, so then Sabrina seems to, like, realize something as she's talking to Harvey about Wardwell. Because he said something about Wardwell. Yeah. And then she clearly, like, something remembered dawned on that, her. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah like, yeah. remembered that she saw her and was like, wait, she, yeah, she was really she there. Was there my, in, yeah. That was wasn't there? just my dream. Yeah. That was really her. Yeah. So then she leaves and she goes to find Wardwell. Mm-hmm. And she basically opens the door and just says, bitch, I know you ain't human. <laughs> and Wardwell invites her in. No more. Yeah. Go, uh, <laughs> exactly. Lady. You knew, she was like, you knew, you, you were encouraging me to go to the school, like. Well, that's the next episode, that was the end, that was the end of episode five. So that's how that one ends. Um, 
so then, yeah, we can yeah, just get right into again. episode yeah. six. So then it starts back up with her at Wardwell. Yeah, talking to Wardwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Wardwell clearly lies and tells Sabrina that she's a witch um, and that she has been watching Sabrina because Edward asked her yeah. to. Um, and that she said that she was like his old. student and, yeah. like, he trusted her and whatever. Um, and Sabrina was like, well, why would he ask you to do that if my aunts were taking care of me? And he basically, she basically said like, he didn't trust that they could, like he needed more, more protection, more protection for her, which seemed kind of like bullshit, but whatever. Especially like that it wouldn't, the aunts wouldn't be, like they wouldn't be working together. Like why would. Right. Exactly. Oh, and in this scene too, she explains Wardwell says all of this stuff, so I don't know how much of this is true and how much of this is not true, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of interesting tidbits that we got here. Yeah. So she says that she was she was his student and secretary, and then she spins this whole web about how she was excommunicated from her coven, um, and she she names like an, an area. So we were confused about what exactly a coven was. It seems yeah. like it's just like the region that you live yeah. in. Like your church, right? Like your congregation or whatever you would call, like the people who go to your church. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what they're. I think that's what they mean by a coven. Um, so then she says that she and Edward were trying to change the laws to allow for mortals and witches slash warlocks to get married, um, and that like Edward, I guess. Edward knew he was gonna die and asks her to watch over Sabrina. Um, and so Which doesn't align with the story that they were in an accident. Yeah, but I I should have gone back to watch it again because I don't know exactly what she says there. Yeah. Like, what she says before that. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go back. But, um, so then, and then she tells Sabrina that she... She had fallen in love with Edward, and that's why she is doing this for him still after all yeah. these years and whatever. Um, and Sabrina basically says, beat it, creep, and leaves, <laughs> which is exactly how I would react. Yeah. I'm glad she reacted that way, at least I here. I don't know who you are or what your intentions are, but Exactly. So then back at Sabrina's house, she's talking to Ambrose about Wardwell. Mm-hmm. And Ambrose is not very Ambrosey in this scene and basically tells Wardwell, like, to, or give, tells Sabrina to give Wardwell the benefit of the doubt in this situation, which is weird. I feel like he wouldn't normally, yeah. like, be on her side, so I don't know why. Um, and then, uh, Sabrina is clearly very paranoid about mirrors now because mm-hmm. she's been watched. And she says she's going to clean all the mirrors to make sure that nobody's watching that. Yeah. Um, So then we're at Harvey's and we see that he. Yeah. Right. But we think right now that he's hallucinating. But we know later that he's not. But he sees Uncle Jesse and he's being very disturbing. And then his brother walks in and Uncle Jesse's gone. And basically, his brother just comes in to call him a nerd and then leaves. Like, that's pretty much nerd. what that interaction was. <laughs> then we're at Roz's. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, again, sees Uncle Jesse, um, who is saying that she's being made blind as a punishment. Yeah. And then her dad comes in. Um, and then we're at Susie's, and she 
um, also sees Uncle Jesse, who says some weird shit about being smited and then just disappears. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, with the other two, I feel like they stuck around longer and then somebody else had to come in for them to disappear. But with Susie, he just said, like, one thing and, and then, then was gone. It was yeah. weird. I don't know. It was just weird the way that they framed that. Yeah. And then, um... Uh, okay, yeah, I just said, like, it's, it was the least intense of the three, mm-hmm. it felt. And then we see Hilda, and this is where I was like, wait, what's going on? Because <laughs> it seemed like she was applying yeah. for a job. Yeah, and she said she was, <laughs> she's, not, like, she's not part of the coven anymore. Right. She needs something to do. So she's going to work at the coffee shop, yeah. and then buy the coffee shop. Yeah. What was it called? Oh, yeah. I think it was called Hilda's. Well, what when Hilda bought it, it was called Hilda's. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. And then she turns it into a clock shop or something? Or does that happen first? I think that's a different store. Yeah. <laughs> I think that happens first. Cause I don't yeah, think Hilda buys a coffee shop until like the late, late episodes yeah. of college. Well, I think it happens before college. Because Sabrina because meets in, Josh. In college, the kids before... aren't even in it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When she, when yeah, Sabrina starts working at the coffee shop and meets Josh before college. Yeah, that's She's what I thought. Oh, well. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not sure when the clock We're not talking about that show right now. (laughs) But it just made me think of that. Because this is like a coffee shop. And she tells the guy that he's her favorite um, horror host. But like, they don't really explain to us who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope we see more of him. I'm sure we will. And she like named people like Vampira and stuff, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that's right. Um... Okay, yeah, I just wrote Hilda applying for a job or something. I don't know. <laughs> so then we see Zelda being a midwifey with um, with the Blackwoods. Yeah, Blackwoods baby. Mm-hmm. And she kicks Blackwood out because he's being really annoying. And we find out that witches have three month pregnancies, yeah. which is terrible, or thirteen month pregnancies, oh, yeah. uh, which is terrible. And they live longer, so it makes sense. I guess so. I guess. But then Lady. Mrs. Blackwood basically says that she better have a boy or, like, Blackwood's not going to be happy, which is... That's fucked up. Yeah, I know. And, like, she's had two miscarriages before, which we knew, but mm-hmm. she's clearly, like, sad and scared. Yeah. Um, I don't envy her life. Not at all. So then we're back at the school with Sabrina and her stupid friends, and they're talking about Uncle Jesse, and Harvey says that he thinks... That the thing in the mines is a demon and that Jesse is possessed by demons. Mm-hmm. And um, Susie says here, wild horses couldn't drag me back in there. But literally right after she hallucinated seeing Uncle Jesse, she goes into his room and stares at him. So clearly that's not true. Susie's like... <laughs> they wrote her character the very badly. Character, I, I know. know. <laughs> really, and like, I want Susie to be a good character. Me know, too. You know? It's really frustrating. It's- they're not doing any of the friends justice, no. but I feel like Susie is the worst. Yeah. But Roz's Roz story is also really too. stupid. No, yeah, Roz is really yeah. bad, too. They're, They're equally are, bad. They didn't put any effort into those characters. No, like, not at all. Whatever. Not even a little bit. Um, no, they were just like, she needs to have an LGBT friend yeah. and a and a girl, and a, a female of color well, friend. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. And they they didn't, didn't think about their characters at all beyond that. that. They went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really frustrating. <laughs> but um anyway, so then Sabrina's acting like 
like, no, this couldn't be demons. You guys are crazy or seeing things because she clearly knows that something's going on. Yeah, she knows that it is. Right. Like that. <laughs> and Harvey's pretty upset that she doesn't believe him. And I understood that because I feel like their relationship is like evolved beyond that where they like understand each yeah. other and they respect each other. Yeah. And she should believe and him. And she should at least not, she should at least entertain it and not right. just dismiss his, his right. beliefs. And exactly. Ideas. Yeah. I felt bad for him in that mm-hmm. moment. Um, so then Wardwell pops up again, the way Always. Wardwell does, and Always. Sabrina tells her to fuck off, and then <laughs> Sabrina goes home and tells her aunt about the Uncle Jesse thing and says, Did pretty sure he's possessed by a demon. And they say, no, that yeah. doesn't happen. Right. It's very rare for mm-hmm. demon possession to happen, but. Yeah, exactly. Um. And, and that, then, that got me thinking then about Wardwell, and so the, like that's clearly not a possession. It's not the same thing. Like Wardwell just killed that person and took, and took over took her body. body. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kill, the real Wardwell. Wardwell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we had said in the beginning, oh, it's, she's possessed, but clearly yeah. she's just right. Took the body. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same thing. Well, and also like this demon is it's a, a different, different kind, kind of, of demon. demon. Yeah, but I think it's just a different, a whole different thing. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I agree. Um, although, like, it's kind of like in Supernatural when, like, uh, Lucifer takes over a body, yeah. like, the person's not dead, yeah. but they're not in control at all. Yeah. And, and they could die because if, like, he's in there for, for too, too long. long. It yeah. could be that situation. Right. Yeah. Um. This is a different type of possession with right. Uncle Jesse, though. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and basically she tells them that her friends think that it's a demon Mm -hmm. and like, that's not good. Um, because now humans are talking about About demons. demons. Next they could be talking about witches and 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 yada, yada, yada. She'll kill them. I know. (laughs) I know. That's really fun. (laughs) And then we find out here that there, that like if the demon makes physical contact with the human, then they can do like psychological attacks mm-hmm. so that's clearly what's happening to mm-hmm. sabrina's friends yep um they're not hallucinating no so then sabrina asks ambrose to help her astral project mm-hmm. so that she can go and talk to uncle jesse and, and like and he's like so against no it. way yeah so even like, though he just tried to do exactly it. so clearly ambrose is going through something yes. here and i think the dream thing is really affected this yeah. because he's clearly like really upset and depressed mm-hmm. about his life and what's happening and so that's why he more was so like, than he was before even though he's in the same situation exactly well i guess also then meeting that guy yeah Luke, not being able to like be on a date with him exactly him, yeah. and like yeah and in the scene where he is telling sabrina to give boardwell the benefit of the doubt and everything clearly like there's something wrong yeah um so then he basically says to her if you do it, do so at your own peril, mm-hmm. which I thought was mean. So then she does it, obviously. <laughs> she wasn't going to not do it. No. And she's talking to the demon, uh, Demon Jesse, and asks him, oh, and the demon asks what she is doing there. Um, he or, says that she's like, impure or something about, like, oh, I can tell you're not. You're. I think he says that later. But... Okay, I'm sorry. I mi- I messed up on my on my notes. So 
she asks him what he's doing there and he says that he's there to corrupt humans um and he's basically says that the body that he took was impure was anyway impure, he calls yeah. him a sodomite yeah. so yeah. we realize here that he's probably a gay man yeah um and i was like wait a minute does satan think that being gay is a it's sin because that doesn't make any fucking sense because they keep talking about God as the false God but then they talk about things like this as if it's the same what Satan thinks about Right, because they talk about they talk about things as if laws, the laws of the world do follow the what they call false God, but then they think that that's the false God so why would they still believe in the things that that that, that that God believes in Right, exactly, it doesn't make any sense I guess they too aren't Mutually exclusive. <laughs> I think they're just confused. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they believe. That's what organized religion is. Yeah, it's exactly. a bunch of people listening choosing, to somebody. Choosing what they want to believe and yeah. forgetting about the rest of it and ignoring certain things. Exactly. And adding in other things. And yeah. never thinking too hard too about if about it makes it. sense no, or not. Exactly. Exactly. But, but, but we'll kill and... Um, go to war, go to war and, and hurt people and take people's it. rights away. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep, makes sense. It's just like any other religion. Mm-hmm. So then he tells Sabrina that his name is Merced Mercetti. I don't remember how she said it, and I it's spelled Mer- weird. Mer- it's like yeah, Mercicari. Mercicai. Mercicai. Yeah. That's what she. That's what he says. Um, and then he spits gross acid juice on her astral self, yeah. and Sabrina starts choking. Like it seems like he was like trying to come into her throat or whatever. <laughs> That's what she yeah. said. Um, <laughs> so then, so then Sa- Salem runs and gets Ambrose, yeah. and it seems like Ambrose can understand what Salem yeah. says too, which is weird. Which didn't they say familiar. that? Yeah, didn't they say that familiars only talk to their? Yeah, remember with the chameleon. They did thing? say that because Ambrose they s- wanted to try to talk right. to, to the iguana. Iguana, that's what it was. <laughs> not chameleon. And then the, one of the ants, Aunt yeah. Zelda probably, because she's a know-it-all. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can only talk to their person. Yeah. Their witch, whatever. Right, so why does Ambrose understand Salem? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so then he goes and he wakes Sabrina up, and, uh... Basically, they say somehow, like, the demon entered the astral plane or something and tried to get into her there. Um, I didn't really understand that. Then we find out pretty much immediately that Mercikai was a fake name and it was an anagram for ice cream. So this reminds me of a lot of the demons in Supernatural, too. Like, the trickster demon and stuff. Like, it's just a bunch, you know, they're, like, fooling around. And then... So then Sabrina decides she wants to go into the mines where he originated from and figure out what, like, maybe he can find more about this demon. Um, So then Harvey still seems to be seeing Uncle Jesse in his head. um, And then clearly the Wardwell's crow is following Sabrina now because Wardwell feels like she has to keep her distance yeah. oh yeah yeah, but um, not, yeah. right exactly but at least for now because then we see her later so whatever um so then sabrina wants to go into the mines and harvey basically says like he's going to come with her mm-hmm. if she's going to do that and they go down there and harvey this is the first time that he's been able to go in there and not like freak out at least yeah. at first and then Sabrina, yeah, face. yeah exactly. 
because he cares more about Sabrina than he cares about his own fears. It's so sweet. And then, so then Sabrina finds this, like, broken stone that has snakes on it. And um, it's, like, broken into two pieces. Mm-hmm. And Harvey walks off in the opposite direction as her. And then we see Wardwall pop up again. Um, and tells Sabrina that she wants to help her. Yeah. But Sabrina's like, no, fuck off no, again. I don't trust you. And then Harvey screams and he's all scared and being adorable and then as they're walking out you see in the background like the devil figure thing again Mm -hmm. so clearly like the devil is down there maybe that is the gates to hell and that's why the demon was there yeah that makes sense exactly um so then we see Roz at the eye doctor Mm -hmm. and they're talking about her sight loss and the doctor says that there's a surgery that she could get that might be able to help her, but there's a very good chance that it won't. And her dad is like, yeah, why wouldn't we not try that? If yeah. You're either going to lose your sight for sure, or, or maybe not. Maybe not. Sight. Why wouldn't we try it? Yeah. Exactly. And Roz is like, no, I don't want to do this. Why? I don't know, because clearly she thinks that God is punishing her now, which doesn't make any sense, okay? No, Again, doesn't. because she's she claims that she is an atheist, yeah. and that's why God is smiting her. She wouldn't believe that if she was an atheist. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Atheists, I'm here to tell you, don't believe in God. So they would not believe that God was smiting them. They would think it was ridiculous that their family thinks Thinks that. that. Exactly. (laughs) That's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. The storyline is so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. (laughs) I'm really sorry. I have the atheist manifesto on the table next to my bed, so John like knows the guy who wrote it. <laughs> He's a Tesla customer. I let's do it on tape. And when I'm watching this, all I'm thinking about is the things that he wrote. I mean, in I that guess, book. but I guess like a teenager, a dumb teenager might think that. She might <laughs> say she's an atheist because yeah, exactly. she thinks it makes her edgy. Exactly. But like still believes in God. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I could see that. But clearly if you believe in God, even though you know better, that means you have faith. Yeah. So exactly. then he wouldn't be smiting you for not having faith. For not, <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Um, well, and so, but but we hear here that, like, her dad told her. Her grandmother is lost her, her sight. uncle? Or was it, it grandmother? It was her grandmother. Yeah. Her grandmother lost her sight because she didn't have faith. Well, that's what the dad thinks. Yeah. So which, it what, could. make any sense. Like, what? Yeah, because every atheist that? in the world has no vision. No, but also, yeah, and every blind person is it like doesn't believe in God? Like what? I don't know. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's so stupid. Like and horrible things happen to so, Christian people yeah, every day. And, and and bad people have nothing bad happen. Exactly. Them, there so. are bad people who are the president of the United yeah, States right now. Exactly. Just saying. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So, I don't understand. <laughs> let's talk about religion like let's talk not, about politics yeah. this is not a not safe for the thanksgiving table podcast no. it never was it never was we never pretended to be anything different okay um, anyway um but just so, another example of how poorly written right but i'm also is. thinking that maybe she is so upset because she doesn't want her dad to think that about her yeah. So even though she doesn't believe that her grandma was smited, she doesn't want to She's be the next one in the family that everybody's saying that about. Yeah. Yeah. 
or something. And then it might be like, she's so upset, it might be messing with her head. Like, exactly. Oh, maybe that is real. Because I don't know what it's like to be a 16-year-old girl who's losing her vision. Yeah, exactly. So, give her, yeah. Give her yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, me, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but they don't, like, give this enough, like, time and attention. Not that I want more time and attention on this, but... If you're going to write put it in, it should just not put it in in the first place. If they're not yes. going to give it enough attention, right. they're not going to be able to just don't even include it. I agree. But it's part of what's going on. Like, the demon yeah, sure. says to her that he's taking away her vision. And we know that Wardwell is messing with the friends. Yeah. So, we, and we know that the yes. demon was because of Wardwell. So, the her losing her vision is important to the story. We just it's don't true. necessarily, like, we haven't... Yeah tied all that together yeah i guess it's hard to care exactly it's hard to care because the characters are so poorly written um so then sabrina finds out that the demon's name is apophis honestly can i just say something real quick too like yeah okay they the reason why that you're supposed to care about Roz losing her sight so much is because like she likes to read well, I think that we're supposed to be sad it's about her liking to read because she's no, losing I her know, vision. I think like, it's the opposite. I feel like they could have made that more compelling in some way. Oh, yeah, like for sure. Like if she was a musician and she was losing her hearing. Well, and I, I feel like they tried to make it compelling in that episode but with the stupid like, bluest eye thing. But that's what I mean. They didn't but they did that. a really bad job. But also, like... I get that, like, yeah, it's reading isn't going to be the same. You can't read that way, but you can, mm-hmm. first of all, you can listen to audiobooks, you right. can learn Braille. There are ways to do Maybe it. Maybe if she was, like, an artist, and yeah. she, like, loved, yeah, yeah, exactly. like, her whole thing was that she loved the beauty in the world or whatever. Exactly. Like, if she was looking an artist, at colors or sight, that's exactly. different than they just, played just being, that better. liking to read. Right. Like, you can still And the whole storyline was just, like, about books getting banned at the school. Exactly. And it, it was, wasn't it was portrayed in a really stupid way. Yeah, it really was. I know. But yeah, so then that's how they set up this story that we're supposed to care about. So obviously we don't care about it because of the way that they set it up. Right. Um, So anyway, we find out what the demon is. It's like a parasitic demon, the same as Apophis. Um, And basically Ambrose says that if you can get the demon out of Jesse, they could trap it. But without being able to get it out, there's nothing they can do. So the only way to get a demon out of a person, which we all know because we watch Supernatural, or at least I do, (laughs) is the exorcism. But then, um, so Sabrina asks, asks Blackwood, school, yeah, and everybody laughs at her. <laughs> Sabrina asks Blackwood in the middle of freaking class at the Academy of Unseen Arts if About witches can perform exorcism. exorcisms, yeah. And Prudence says in a very snotty tone that only Catholics do that, you silly little girl. Uh, she doesn't say that, but that's basically what she said. And Sabrina just comes out and says it to Blackwood Jesse's possessed by Apophis. Yeah. I need to do something about this. Um, and Blackwood tells her that Apophis is a parasite and kills its host very quickly, so he'll be dead soon. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And then Sabrina asks, um, if there's anything that they can do, what could they do? And he says only an exorcism can work, but sorry, we just can't do that. Um, so again, like, they clearly believe in this God stuff. Because exorcisms are real. Exactly. So... Yeah. So God is, but God is just a false God. But I don't understand that. It, that's very confusing. Because yeah, if calling God that, the false God doesn't make any sense. If they no. believed in Him as God, but believed that you should follow Satan, that would be different. Yes, that would. But be what a do false they believe God. that Satan is the real God? I guess so. But why don't they call him God then? 
They call him the Dark Lord. So that insinuates that it's dark and it's a different thing. It's a different thing. I don't know. I, we just need to stop trying to figure it out because we're never going to. First of all, we haven't watched the entire series, season even. That's and true. second of all, it probably doesn't It probably never gets explained. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so then Nick clearly realizes that Sabrina's upset about this and asks if she wants to talk about it. Um, and then he's clearly hitting on her and she says, no, I love Harvey. He's my boyfriend. And he said, well, you have two lives. Yeah, Why can't you have two, two boyfriends? And they better not make that happen because that would be really annoying. <laughs> But already, like, Sabrina in her dream state is, told him, no, I yeah, love Harvey. That's true. So I'm hoping that that's just, like, really how she feels. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Sabrina goes home and Wardwell is there with her aunts. Um, I, I wouldn't care if she broke up with Harvey. Well, they probably will break up because they're yeah. going to end up together in the end. Probably. That's how these shows yeah, work. that's true. The first relationship is the end is game the, relationship. Yeah. That's how it works. Unless, Pretty like, unless it starts so that it ends in a bad way because something bad happens yeah. or something that's like that. True. That's I mean, different. Sure, yeah, like, sure. like Nathan and Peyton. Yeah. Like, that was the first relationship. But obviously, Peyton and Lucas were supposed to be together from the beginning because you see, like, him drive. Yeah. Her, her drop almost hit him. And there's exactly. clearly tension there. Yeah. If the, if that's the, the only time start, that. If the show start Well, this did start with them. Yeah, in exactly. Marriage. And that's how. But that's how it normally is. And what I'm saying is. Unless it ends right away. Because of yeah. something bad. Like in yeah. One Tree Hill. Where no, Nathan is an asshole. Yeah. That's the only time that the first relationship. Isn't the end game relationship. But the end game relationship always starts at the beginning still. But there which was is what happened in One Tree, One Tree Hill. Because, because she meets Lucas. And, yeah. That in that episode, and they show and, us that Nathan sucks, and, in and that, that Lucas has a crush on her. Exactly, and the, if the main right. character has a crush on the, one of the people in the relationship in the very first episode, then you know that's ending. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, and we know that in Sabrina the Teenage Witch television show, yeah. it was proven that Harvey and Sabrina were soulmates. soulmates. So exactly. we know that that has to be that's true. Yes, exactly. But I do think they might need to break up. Well, that's a how bit. these shows usually work. You can't have a happy together relationship no. for the whole show. That's just not how TV works. Or life. Like, you're never just with the person you were with in high school forever and everything's good the whole time. Yeah, but generally you don't get back together with them either. No, I know. (laughs) But in TV you do. (laughs) Um, anyway. Um, okay, so... Apparently, we find out here that Edward, Sabrina's father, had written a rite for witches to perform an exorcism. And Mm -hmm. Wardwell has it and she wants to help. Um, and Hilda says that she wants to help too. And Zelda's like, no, I forbid this. The Church of Night forbids this. We need to be good Christian women slash Satanist women. Zelda. She's very annoying. Very annoying. She's very Angela. Yeah. She's really Angela-like. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so then Sabrina, Wardwell, and Hilda go to Jesse's. Um, and we see Zelda back at the house pacing around and worried. And Ambrose says, well, they can do it if you help because you're the best witch ever, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So then we're back at Jesse's and we see Sabrina start the exorcism. And it's cool because she's naming a bunch of famous witches. Yeah. So I caught a few of them and, and I was uh, like, oh, shit. There was a, like a god from D&D in there, too. Oh, really? Hecate. Yeah, she named yeah. a lot of like... Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, So then... 
it's like working, but not working enough. She needs more strength. Um, and she doesn't think she can keep going. And then Zelda shows up and she, um, joins in on the chanting and she starts naming all these spellmans. It's really cool and really powerful. And then all of a sudden Jesse vomits up acid juice again. And then we look over and we see, I'm sorry, Hecate is is not a dandy thing. It's actually an ancient Greek thing. Okay, that's fine. Um, Anyway. Anyway. So then we look over and we see the demon, which is this giant, disgusting worm thing. So gross. It was awful. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen. And Wardwell goes over and picks it up like a baby. And I said, well, she is the mother of demons. It makes sense that she picked it up that way. And then they throw her baby down a well, like the baby that got stuck in the well. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that poor baby that got stuck in the well? That's I don't know, but that's what they did to this demon. They think that that's the way to get rid of him. Throw him down a well. I mean, that's fair. The baby got saved. It's true. I don't remember how long that baby was down the well. What was his name? It was a he, right? I don't know. I don't I remember as many details about this as you do. <laughs> it's a poor baby stuck in the well. How can you forget it? I do remember. But... Uh, he's like an adult now, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um... <laughs> So then Zelda tells Sabrina that she's grounded because she meddled in mortal things, so she's getting a mortal punishment. Participating in Catholic tradition. No, but because it's a mortal. But it it reminded me of in an episode of Sabrina and Teenage Witch, she gets grounded and she's actually like in the ground and her head is. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So I was hoping that they would do that. Um, So then. Sabrina invites Wardwell for tea, so I guess she trusts her now. She believes her. Somewhat, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Father Blackwood, they get back to their house, and Father Blackwood's already there and already knows about the exorcism somehow. Um, Wardwell probably called him. I mean, maybe, but they're clearly not working together. Like, they're talking to each other, but they're clear, they clearly they're not, have different they have, they're agendas. Not, they're not totally on the same page. Exactly. Yeah. They're both on the Dark Lord's page to an extent, mm-hmm. but... They both have their own... Blackwood clearly has his own. Yeah. I don't know if he hated Edward Spellman. I, I definitely think that's what's yeah. going on, because... I think he, he was involved in the was death jealous. of the uh, Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, just, just they, they, the way they set it up that he was his, his mentor. Right. And then he surpassed him. Like, and then he becomes clearly. the high priest after he dies. After he dies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he basically tells Zelda that she should be excommunicated now. And she's like, well, your wife is having twins and I'm going to be able to deliver them safely. So yeah. excommunicate me if you want and have dead kids. Yeah. That's pretty much what she says to him. Um, and it seems to work because there's no argument after that. <laughs> And Ambrose is sad that he couldn't help with the exorcism. He's sad that he couldn't leave the house and go and be part of this. Um, Yeah, I know. And so then Ambrose says here, because Hilda brings up Luke, the guy that he went on the date with, who I'm still a little convinced is maybe the witch witch hunter. However, Luke hasn't been returning Ambrose's calls, so I thought that was weird if he was trying to kill him. Why would he be ignoring him now? Something else going on. Yeah, there might be something else brewing underneath. Because then we do see him again later 
So he's clearly still, still around. A thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Mr. Putnam calls and tells them that Uncle Jesse is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we see um, Susie, I guess, after this, and she's sad that her uncle's dead, mm-hmm. and she calls herself an abomination. Yeah, because they were, they were saying before, I don't remember what scene that was, but with the Susie's dad. Yeah, they were going to take him to about, a mental institution yeah, or something. I totally because they missed were ta- that Because part. they were talking about how, like, he, they Skipped saw him wearing his mom's dresses, something mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I thought I made a note of that. I totally missed that in my notes yeah. somewhere along the way. But yeah, like... And then so Susie, Susie like, hears or relates to him. Right. Susie he overhears her dad and like I guess like a psychiatrist or something yeah, from some like loony bin yeah. talking and the the guy is asking the father, Mr. Putnam, like if he ever exhibited any like behaviors about before, before. and the dad talks about how when he was a kid he would put on dresses yeah. and his dad and then would Susie's beat like, him how and is stuff. That but, like, the way he was saying it, it did kind of seem relevant because the father would we'll beat, beat him. So, he so that was trauma. trauma. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that, it wa- it probably was relevant to any trauma that he would experience it later in life. Yeah. But Susie took it as he wore dresses, he was bad. Yeah. Um, so now she, now she feels like yeah. that's what her dad thinks of her. And so yeah. she's wearing a dress now because she doesn't want to be, like, thought of yeah. that way. I guess, which is really sad. Um, yeah, and then because I don't know, like Susie hasn't come out to us as the, no the audience yeah. as a you know gender nonconforming or right. trans or anything yet. Exactly. But you feel like maybe but you hear Sabrina say to her like I've never seen her wear a dress yeah. before, and yeah. then she They're calls herself an abomination, implying one of those things. Right, exactly. Um. So then, uh, so then we see Luke at the coffee shop, and Hilda puts a love potion in mm, his coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we see like I guess like Wardwell and Sabrina are talking, and we see all these flashes of like what Wardwell did. So they basically explain to us flat out instead of doing this in a subtle or artistic manner. They just show us exactly what happened, which I thought was. A weird choice. Yeah. Um, but basically, she is the one that put the demon inside of Jesse and caused all of this to happen yeah. um, on purpose. And so, she, yeah. um, this is this is all part of the Dark Lord's plan. And there is a prophecy about Sabrina, and they're trying to make it come true. Mm-hmm. So this is Harry Potter. Yeah, I know. I told this you. just is I Harry Potter. Like she is the chosen one in the <laughs> prophecy. Yeah. And the. Neither shall live while until the other die. Neither can die while the other lives, or something like that. In the Harry Potter, <laughs> neither shall live. Neither shall. I don't fucking remember what it is. Anyway, um, then Sabrina makes the mistake of saying to Wardwell, who she just recently started trusting. How, Sabrina's dumb. That Wardwell, she, her plan is to outwit the Dark Lord. I know. Why the fuck Why would she, she say, say that? that to somebody that she doesn't know? Doesn't know, doesn't understand their intentions yet. Exactly. And like, is just... First of all, why would she you tell just... anyone that? Like, I know. Other than Ambrose, no she one else should know that. Yeah. Exactly. Because clearly that's not an okay thing to do. I know. I don't... It doesn't make any sense. But I don't know if she like 
clearly trusts her now because she helped her with the exorcism. But Werbel was clearly not... But just in the last episode, she just found out that Wardwell was lying to her and spying on her and then, like, didn't even trust her then and then all of a sudden now completely trusts her. Just because she helped her with an exorcism. That's it. That's the only thing she needed to do. Yeah, that's really fucking stupid. But anyway, that's how the episode ends. Wardwell's like, outwit the Dark Lord? And Sabrina's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Stupid idiot. Hey, I'm just here outwitting the Dark Lord. No big deal. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that's that. Mm-hmm. That's the episode. That's it. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll watch the next two, I guess. And then. Yeah. Or do it like that again? Yeah, we'll do it like that again. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect. We're yeah, just over an hour. An hour. Makes, exactly. Makes good There's just not that much to talk about in each episode. But I, I really did we'll like. Get, but then we'll get it. We'll get through it quicker. And, it'll, maybe and then we have to figure out what else to podcast about. The new Charmed. Is it out yet? It's on Hulu, but it comes out weekly. Okay. Like, so some of the episodes are out already. Like, I don't know how many weeks it's been. Yeah, I feel like we might, it might all be out by the time we get to it. But that's okay. Then okay. We can just watch, watch, we could just do this. I mean, we could do it like this, or we could just watch it all. Yeah, that's true. And then we'll do, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, rate, review us, subscribe to us. Yep, Follow us on the Instagram. I almost said Twitter. RBTV we Podcast. We don't tweet. Yeah. So we established mm-hmm. that. <laughs> RBTV Podcast. Uh, yes. And RBTV Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. Mm-hmm. So send us an email. Give us email. a Drop us a note. Drop send a us line. A don't e- call us. Send us an e-card. <laughs> send us an e-bite to your grandmother's to your, wedding. To your I don't know why your grandma's getting married, but good for her. Yeah. You're never too old for love. It's true. Tell her congrats from all of us. Congrats. Actually, I'm sorry. You say best wishes to the, the, best wishes to the, bride. To the bride. You say congratulations, congratulations to, the to the groom. So tell your grandfather-in-law <laughs> best congratulations. Tell your brand new granddaddy-in-law congratulations from the RBTV no, podcast. No, it would be your granddaddy-in-law. It would be your step-grandfather. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whatever sorry. it is. He doesn't exist. We made this up. Yeah. Uh, grandfather-in-law works, too, though, I think. No. No, that would be, like, your, your husband's marrying. grandfather. Yeah. It's just worked that other way around, too. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. This is good. <laughs>